So here, okay. Here we go, cheers. Cheers. What are you drinking, Alma? Uh, my Mexican water. Sure, sure. <laughs> I am drinking whiskey with a little bit of diet, Dr. Pepper. Ah, uh, healthy as we are. That's diet. nice. Right, yeah, no, it's keto-friendly and everything. Oh, okay. Vegetarian okay. as well? Sure, yeah, I think so. Whiskey okay. doesn't have any cows in it, right? Last time I checked. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm. As I drink and swallow my tequila. Nope. And dribble. <laughs> that means you know, we're, we are ready to that go. That means we've already had one or two. It's the gayest part of your day. Sit back and grab a shot Okay, so how this is going to work is we'll just have a conversation. You're going to tell me about growing up in a Mexican Catholic family as a lesbian and when you found out you were gay. It doesn't have to be your full coming out story. You just tell us whatever you're comfortable with and any life lessons that you've learned along the way because that's the point is we're here to give other people advice about our wins and our feels and maybe something that they can learn from or something that they can commiserate with because there's people who have similar stories to you. So okay. why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? You guys, this is our good friend, Alma, and she's going to tell us why she's here on Out to Adult today. Out to Adult. Thank Out you to for adult. having me. Of course. That's our official name Heck now. Heck yeah. All right. I feel very comfortable being in my own home right now, you know, on my couch, watching my TV, talking to my good friend. A very safe place here. You know it what I'm is. talking about? It's definitely a very safe place. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like, I made sure the deadbolt was on. No, we're good. That's, oh my gosh. You there's already an, know me. There's you already an know axe me. hanging on the wall in case yes. anybody tries to. I know. Me. My friend gave me that axe as a graduation present. So, of course, I know that's up on the wall. A graduation from what? Fire Academy. Heck yeah. You guys, Alma's a hot lesbian firefighter. Watch out. Watch out. Hello. Even hotter when she's running into a burning building. Watch out. Yeah, so we're just going to leave that at that. <laughs> no, I'm just a little, uh, you know, blushing right now. Anyway, so my name is Alma Navarrete. Yes, live here in downtown Sacramento. have been living here for about four years mm-hmm. in this humble abode and been loving it. So I grew up, actually, just a correction, I'm not Catholic at all. Oh, so not Catholic. You guys apparently were not as good as friends as I thought. Yeah. Well, now we are, right? Because we can yeah, have this conversation. Learning. Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is the whole point. I'm yeah. getting to know you yes. a little bit better. So never been Catholic. Um, born and raised Baptist. Oh, I did honest. not know yeah. that. Okay. Yes. Okay. So born and raised going to a school slash church, right? Mm-hmm. Both called Tabernacle Baptist Church. Okay. Slash school. And my parents originally took myself and my brother there because, um, obviously, because our religion. Mm-hmm. And then grade school, private school, and also daycare afterwards. Oh, that's a big bonus. Huge. That is why my parents, a huge reason. Why? Because mm-hmm. they were just like, hey, by the way, we're working nine to five. And my kids have to go to school because they have to be educated. Uh, and then guess what? They also have daycare. So by the time I get off at five and I go pick them up. They're very, you know, the school has responsibility of over the child mm-hmm. and we're safe. That's excellent. So you weren't a latchkey kid. You weren't just allowed to roam no. on home by yourself. Was that in the Sacramento area? That is in Roseville. Roseville. Yeah. Okay. So Roseville, everyone is like 15, 20 minutes north of Sacramento. Yeah. 45, depending on traffic. Yeah. If you're going around 4 p.m., 45 minutes, of course. Oh, yeah. So anyways, was raised there. 
100% loved my childhood. No regrets, nothing bad about it. Went to school, did our thing. Me and my brother played in the dirt, played sports, played basketball. Of course, I want to be an athlete because he was. He's older than me, mm-hmm. so followed through his footsteps. Not blah, gay at all. Blah, blah. Not not knowing that I was gay Okay. Yet. Well, sure. You yeah. shouldn't know. Yeah. I mean, not I very was, many of yeah. us knew we were gay in elementary yeah. school. Not knowing I was gay, but going in that path. Mm-hmm. But I just thought, all of, obviously, like that I was a tomboy. So tomboy just means, you know, girl that plays sports and is a badass at everything. Right? Of course. So badass at being everything. a badass. Yes. Yeah. I was just a badass chick, you know, at age seven. So I didn't Hell know. Yeah. Age seven, Alma, just wandering <laughs> around being badass. Still, did you have your ponytail then? Did you have your glasses I yet? Had, oh. Yes, I absolutely have my glasses yep. because I was super blind as a kid, almost legally blind. That's why I had LASIK eye surgery later. Okay. So glasses. And at my school, girls had to wear dresses. Boys had to wear pants and shirt and a tie at chapel. Right? Same. Fr- every Friday we had chapel. I went to Catholic school until I was in fifth grade. So yeah, same. We didn't have to yeah. wear dresses, but that was like one of the things that I was definitely in dresses. Yeah. It wasn't so uniformity as in like, you didn't have to wear a uniform, mm-hmm. right? The maroon skirt with the maroon vest and the white t-shirt underneath. You didn't have to wear that every single day. You had more freedom with okay. your choice of clothing that you would wear at school, but still it had to be a skirt or a dress, whichever one. Oh, okay, so like any kind of skirt. Yes. Oh, okay, but still yes. modest. Was that the thing modest, they were going to? Yes, and you had to put your, as females, as chicks, we had to put our hands down to our knees mm-hmm. where our fingertips, our middle finger, yep. right, it's the longest one, yep. reached on our leg. That's where our dress had to land. Yeah. It couldn't be any shorter than that. Classic religion. At all, yep. At all. Classic. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. I had about seven dresses. That was about it. Right? That's still a lot. That's seven dresses you would in only day, a five-day week. That's fine. You, hey, guess what? I got to switch it up sometimes. You Heck know? Yeah. Just like I had my Monday dress. Yep. I had a Tuesday skirt. Yep. I had a, thir- or I had a Wednesday. Tuesday skirt. Yeah. Yes. I had a Wednesday little, you know. What did you wear on Fridays? I switched it up a little bit, but I had my black with floral dress. Oh. You know, a little floral on. Fancy. Black, black. Yeah, I know. It was black because that's when I would get the dirtiest. So it wouldn't show. It's on Fridays <laughs> or when you are in your black floral, your floral on black yeah. dress was when you get the dirtiest. Yeah. Was there like um, an extra recess on Fridays? Um, Actually, I take that back. Sorry. I meant Thursday because on okay. Friday we had chapel, mm-hmm. which was half days. So oh, this even, I guess, is a prime example of me being gay, not knowing that I was gay because my brother on chapel days that he would have to wear a tie to chapel. Okay. So guess who else wanted to wear a tie? You wanted to wear a tie. I wanted to wear a tie. Listen, you probably looked awesome and adorable if your parents ever let you wear a tie. Oh, I wore a tie. Oh, you did? Oh, I wore a tie. Yes! I wore yes. a jean skirt and a long sleeve collared shirt and a tie. Was it a plaid tie? It was not a plaid tie. That would No, been, I, that I just borrowed my, my brother. Every Friday, I was like, Isaac, which tie are you not wearing? I'm going to be wearing that one. Just oh to let my you know. gosh. Yeah. That's and, fantastic. And my parents knew it. The school knew it. Every, all my friends knew it. Mm-hmm. Like there was, I was even applauded to wear a tie. They're like, hey, Alma, that's, that's a nice tie. My that uncle, is awesome. My uncle, who to this day does not know I'm out. Yeah. He would go to my church, right? And then everyone knew Alma, Alma wears a tie. And he would be like, hey, Alma, you look nice. Like, good tie. That's all, They just it, thought you were being extra fancy? Or? Yep. That's so cool. Yeah. So not to my acknowledgement, not to my uncle's acknowledgement, my family's acknowledgement, my yeah. school's none of us actually put it together 
that, oh, hey, almost gay. <laughs> it didn't that flat. Nope. Oh yeah. my gosh, that yeah. tie didn't send off any alarms. That was it. I think just because of honestly, because of my athletic ability. So I was playing high school sports at I have to say probably like fifth or sixth grade. Yeah, that's because cool. at the private school there's not that borderline. Mm-hmm. There's no school, right? You have a grade school, then you have a middle school, and then you have high school. My whole my entire school was preschool through twelfth grade. Yeah. So at any point in time, I could play high school ball while being in sixth grade mm-hmm. and still kick ass and make twenty points a game. That's huge. Um, I used to coach at a Christian school. We did the same thing. If we knew that there were athletic kids in elementary school, middle school, even though it was technically a high school team, they'd definitely come out and practice with us. And we'd kind of groom them over several years until they finally were able to be on the high school team officially. But you're saying you were able to play and compete on those teams. That's pretty awesome. Yes. And not only compete, I was a point guard and the highest scoring player on the team. As a sixth grader. As a sixth grader in the high school. Not gay at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, not gay at all. Almost not exceptionally tall, you guys. She is athletic and everything, but it's not like you would think she'd be dominating on the basketball court. For kids six years older than her. Exactly. So that that was the point where it was just our school was so small that everyone knew everything about each other. Mm -hmm. Everyone knew, hey, Alma's on the basketball team, Alma's on the volleyball team, Alma's on the softball, like everything. Yeah. And also, Alma plays a lot with the boys. Mm -hmm. Maybe people thought because my brother, right? I looked up to my brother my entire growing up life. So I played – can I interject here for a second? Absolutely. So, So I played baseball all growing up hardball with the boys from the time I was four through high school and in high school there was definitely a rumor going on that I was the youngest of four brothers and I have no clue how that happened and I didn't find out until like midway through junior year one of my classmates is like yeah well it's because of all your brothers right and in my mind I'm like what do you what do you mean why are you bringing Dylan into this he's a six-year-old boy like what are you talking about and they're like no, don't you have four older brothers? And that had been the rumor about me for years. And I had no clue. And, and that's, that's your reason why. And that's how people explained away why I'm an athlete and why I have like the personality I do is because I have these four older brothers that are just making me paving, tough. Like and they were basically little... paving your way. Right. Right. But that's. But they absolutely... didn't exist. Right. So, yeah, it's like this, it's just funny. The stories that people come up with when they know a little piece of the puzzle. Once they put it together, then they're shocked. Then they're just like, oh, really? Oh, completely. I'm sitting there in like high school math trying to tell this girl, no, I don't have older brothers. (laughs) Like, no. And also, my sister is the captain of the cheerleading team. Like, don't. Come on now. I don't know. It was just really weird. But yeah, it's it's interesting. The ideas of your home life that other people will put together to try and explain why you are the way you are. Oh, absolutely. At the same time, it was just like, Alma's an athlete because her older brother is an athlete. And I was like, yes, on my family side, my brother was an athlete. Mm -hmm. And then it would be like, okay, well then I'm going to take my own identity, right? Because my brother is paving the way. Absolutely. 100%. We had a basketball rim. Why? Because my brother and I both wanted to play basketball. So if it was my brother, absolutely, my parents would probably put a basketball hoop in our driveway because he wanted it, right? Yep. yep. But and then when I became involved with it at a young age, I have family videos. Then my dad came out and was like, oh, hey, guess what? I can play with both of you guys and we can both play yeah. basketball together. So 
that was family camaraderie, right? Family so, bonding. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes. And I guess we can change the subject to the family camaraderie real quick, just because it was me being raised Baptist mm-hmm. growing up and family camaraderie. We all did that, right? So it was just going to church, going to school, same thing. Me not knowing I was gay. I didn't even know what the word gay meant. Didn't even know that the word gay existed. Mm -hmm. Growing up, there was my one point where it was, I was in seventh grade. Here we go. Here Here we go. go. Here we go. Here we go. Get into it. We need like a drum roll, please. Getting into it. (laughs) Yes. The point where I figured something out, not completely, but at least I had the feeling Okay, you were like one step closer. That something was different, right? Mm -hmm. Was when my friend Mia was sitting right next to me. And all of a sudden, I mean, she's, you know, and I think it's like, you know, uh, my attraction to females now Mm -hmm. stems back from my seventh grade desk of sitting right next to Mia. That is awesome. Yes. Okay. Blonde hair, Mm -hmm. blue eyed, Mm -hmm. Russian. And I was just like, okay, well then, hey, we're friends, we're buddies. Until one day that she was like, hey, I don't have a pencil around me. Hey, hey, dang it, where's my pencil? We all need pencils around. We're about to start this quiz. Oh, do you have a pencil? I was so proud of myself for having this pencil that I could lend out to her because she needed me at the moment, right? She needed me at the moment <gasps> to start this quiz, right? Huge. Oh my gosh. I lended her my pencil. She was like, oh, thanks, Alma. That's so, I'm so happy for you. Okay, and then like she just took the pencil. Yeah. And I was like... I did that. You did that. I did that. Like I helped her out. You, oh my gosh. Was that also the start of your firefighter career too? Helping out someone else? Oh my gosh. Not until now. Am I understanding? I never thought about that. Yes. Your need to help people and save them in their time of need. Katie, you're bringing it all full circle right now. This is why we're friends. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to know your religion. This is why we're friends. But that's Baptist. probably why it also my gayness and my I don't know inspiration to help other people was from seventh grade Mia. You I kind of have chills right now that that is where oh my gosh your and also your gayness and your need to help other people yeah. came from the same moment. Same <sighs> moment from a pencil from a number two pencil. You I'm know? gonna get a big giant pencil to hang under your axe. Yes, please. <laughs> I would love that, and I would. We need to do that together. You Let's know? go. Because it's our moment. We yeah. need to have that happen together. Alma, that is <laughs> awesome that that's the moment you found I, out. Yeah, or I never, like that was a little twinkle in your eye. I never thought about that. I always thought about that, my moment being gay, but I never thought about that being my fire moment. You know what I'm saying? That might Thank be, you, Katie. You're welcome. That's awesome, Katie. Thank you. All right. So now we have to do that together. I'm not going to do that without you. No. We Okay. We have to get a pencil. A up number on two your, pencil. A number two. Well, I'm not sure number two. I absolutely out. know it was a number two pencil. That was okay. my moment with Mia. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, <laughs> I can think she... about it like the next day. Also, like, it has to be that. It has to be that. Okay. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> Alma, I am impressed by that story. Okay. So that was when you were first like, oh, I did that. But you didn't necessarily know it was I'm gay romantic feelings. It was just like, no, I feel special for helping her or how... No. Tell no, us a little bit more about that. I didn't feel special. Like I said, it, not until you brought it to my attention did I actually realize that that was my actual point of knowing that I wanted to help people. But I absolutely did know that that was my moment of, holy cow, that that feels different. I didn't mm-hmm. just lend her my pencil to be a friend. You know what I'm saying? Right. I lent her my pencil because I wanted to be there for her. And I was like, hey, I wanted her to depend on me. And then I'm reliable for her. That's okay. Yeah. 
I know exactly what you're saying because that's how I operate these days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I still operate that way. That's Mm -hmm. right. And that's how we operate. Mm -hmm. And I still want to be there for whoever I'm with at the moment. It originates from them. It stems from that moment. Yeah. Where my feelings and how I operate with my relationships now. Oh my gosh. That one moment is like bringing out this whole thing. Thank you, Tequila. And thank you, Katie. And now you definitely need to tell you definitely need to tell Shauna this story now. You guys That's can bond. Yeah. Because Shauna is also a firefighter, so they can just bond over being yeah. gay firefighters. And you can learn her story. Yeah. Oh, she's got oh man, she's got oh, plenty yeah. of stories. You're gonna have episodes of her podcast. Okay. Um anyway, so and then not until then did I feel just different, right? So and then I was like, okay, well, I don't know what that is, mm-hmm. but there was a little warmth in my body. Yep, yep. About okay. it. And you were aware enough to notice it and to remember it and to, okay, carry on. I can't wait to see where the story goes. Let's keep going. Warmth all up in, all up in my body and blushing in the cheeks Mm -hmm. and a smile that came out of nowhere. I was happy about it, but like after I handed her the pencil, I was still at my desk, right? I had to lean over to hand the pencil to her and then I came back to my desk and before starting my quiz, I just had a moment to be like, Holy cow, I'm a little warm inside. I'm blushing like nobody's business. And I have a smile on my face. I'm not going to look over at her desk because that's going to make it worse. And I'm just in a moment right now where I know I'm gay. Oh, no. At that point, I didn't know I was gay. Okay. But I knew that I... I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know what I felt. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what you feel when you don't know what's going on. Did you know that gay was a thing? No, by then, had absolutely you- not. Absolutely not. Okay, so you just had felt some warmth. So at what point did you know things were getting, like what was the next step in your trajectory towards, huh. you know? Middle school happened, and then I went to a public high school. What high school did you go to? Roseville High School. What year did you graduate? 2002. Fucking Alma, and you played softball? Yes. We definitely played against each other. I'm sorry, where did you go to school? Castle Roble, home of the Rams. Oh my gosh. We you... probably tore you apart. Listen. We, I'm sorry, Listen. we won championships. That's what we do. Listen. Yes. We With my coach, ha- Jennifer Birch, by the way. Shout out to Jennifer Birch if she ever listens to this. Um, we're champions. She was a blue chip. What in- division? Because we uh, were the only division oh, is sh- one. St- okay, that's all. We're we know division about. one. Uh, CIF. We're CIF. Whatever that stands for. But Castle we played. Roll. Maybe yes. we played each other off season. So Castle- Pre- preseason. Yes, and in tournaments. But we definitely like you weren't in our league. But we like we would go play our championship games at the Sacramento Softball Complex down there. My freshman year is when they won their third section championship in a row. So California, you guys, for softball, California is too big to have state championships. So we do section championships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the highest you can go. But in other st- like our and section, right, like our section is bigger than Massachusetts. Yeah. But we definitely would play you at Roseville High School during your Easter tournament every year. And we crushed you, probably. Probably. Listen, we were, <laughs> our coach So we knew was each a- other before this. That's what you're saying. We definitely have met. Yeah. Or at we least, no, at least we gave field. each other high fives through the high five after game. Absolutely. Good yeah. game. 
What was our point? So being gay, seventh grade, you found out that was your first step okay. towards being gay. And then like you went to a public high school. Yes. Obviously open to much more things. Okay, I'm trying to think of the actual moment when I knew gay was gay. I didn't know gay was gay till college, to be so, completely honest. Hold on. If we graduated in the same year though, Prop 14 was a thing like our junior year saying that marriage is only between a man and a woman. Correction, everybody, that's Prop 22, not 14. It passed by California voters in March of 2000, and it stated that marriage was only between one man and one woman. So it was all over the news, all up in our classrooms, should gay marriage be allowed. So that was a huge push in California at that time. So you had to have known by then for sure. What year was that again? Uh, That was like 2000. So that was like our junior year. Junior, senior year. So I was more entertained about the fact that I received a scholarship than probably anything else, right? So Mm. as a 17-year... No, actually, yes, I graduated at 17. My freshman year in college, I was the only one out of my entire team to raise my hand to say like, hey, by the way, you have to fax these paperwork, these NCAA paperwork, (laughs) to my family so that they can sign because I'm not legally an adult. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, okay, so back to... Your gayness. Yes, my gayness. It was just like, I didn't know... At that point, I didn't know gay was gay, not until freshman year when there was so much more freedom, right? Mm-hmm. I was so... Not, freshman I, year of college. Freshman year of which college. Which is really common as soon as you move away, especially if you're an athlete, female athlete. Yeah. A lot of women find out they're gay on their freshman sports yeah. team. And mind you, I had a very handsome, tall, dark, handsome man, very adamant to be with me, right? Mm-hmm. At that moment. And I was like... I don't like he's got all the qualities yep. every single quality right. that a woman will want with a man absolutely all into me for some reason I was just like hey I am into you but like you know it's a different kind of feeling mm-hmm. and then going to college I met you know a chick that I okay, was you guys, actually interested in and pause, pause real quick Alma played division one college softball that's so right. if you've ever heard of a lesbian, they've probably played softball. Yeah. You know, so that's the kind of breeding grounds that almost stepping into here at a freshman division one softball player yeah. with a man at home who loves her. Apparently carry on. There we go. I'm just going to go to college. That's what I'm going to do. I'm an athlete. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work. So when I went to college, the freedom that I had to express myself and actually have every opportunity possible, I decided my best opportunity, not best opportunity, um, the opportunity that I would want for me is females because that's where the butterflies went, right? Mm. When I met a guy. The butterflies in your stomach. Yes, the butterflies in my stomach. When I met a dude, I would say I, it was like a gray grayness, right? If mm. you can feel the color of gray. That's my feeling. <laughs> There's a song about that by Counting Crows. I, well, then. No, it goes, gray is my favorite color. I felt so symbolic yesterday. They're saying like gray is a symbolic color. But no, it's a very bland, meh. There's no there's like. no excitement with it, right? Yeah. So it's then when halfway I. Halfway between black and white. Meh. Meh. So then when I go to females, I've got all the rainbows. That's probably oh. why it's rainbow. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. you, rainbow means you have all the feelings. Butterflies and rainbows all in one. All in the feel. Yeah. Oh everywhere. So how did your Baptist, very religious family take the fact oh. that you were gay? And when and how did you tell them? And we've yeah. already established that not all of them even know today yeah. to this point. No, not all, not all of them know today. 
So it's going to take longer than two minutes. So we're going to have episode one is now. Episode two will be later. <laughs> okay. But told my mom. Actually, my mom realized that I was gay before I even was. Same. Mm-hmm. And she <clears throat> pulled me out of the closet. She forced me out of the <gasps> closet, which I was so happy that she did because I don't know if I could have my own on myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could have uh, voluntarily come out of the closet to my mom. But I'm so glad that she pulled me out of the closet because she was like, hey, mija. Mija means little girl in Spanish. Okay. And so she was like, hey, mija. She called me one day. Me and the girl who I was with were just laying in bed and we were just le- hanging out in San Francisco. And she called me and I didn't answer because we were still sleeping mm-hmm. and all of a sudden then she called me later in like lunchtime and she was like hey mija what's going on and i was like hey nothing and she's like hey what are you doing who are you hanging out with and i was like oh yeah i'm just hanging out with a, with a friend and then this moment happened she's like what kind of friend is she oh and i was like oh shit at that moment you know yeah come on you know yeah, when you your sh- mom asks you that like you already knows and you don't you're you can't like you don't lie to your mom my and mom then, asked me are these friend feelings or are they romantic feelings? Nope. I was like, nope. you step away from me. Yeah. You step nope. away from me, good mom. My mom was just, hey, guess what? What what kind of friend is she? Mm-hmm. And I was and and the girl was sitting right next to me at the same yeah. time. Like me and the girl are like like my hands are like shaking on the table. Like if you can hear this, mm-hmm. like shaking on the table. And I'm just like, did my mom just ask me what kind of friend she is? I was like, uh, hot damn. Here we go. Here we go. So now I can't lie, right? Yep. And so then I'm just like, hey, mom, so um, she's, uh, and I'm like shaking in. I have like restless leg syndrome and they were going crazy. Yeah. Boom, boom. And then she was little voice from the outside, little whisper from her was like, just tell her. Aw. And I was like, why don't I just tell her? So mom, um, so the friend who I'm with, she's actually not just a friend. Um, I'm actually dating her. The best thing ever in the entire world ever that my mom could ever say was like, so you don't need to lie to me anymore, right? Oh. And I was like, oh, you saw me get close to the mic, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry. Um, what, mom? And she was like, okay, so you don't need to lie to me anymore, right? Oh, wow. I just got weak. The weakest person you can ever think, like so vulnerable and so innocent to the fact that all I wanted to do was be honest with my mom and that it was so easy for me to be honest with my mom after she said that but I didn't know that I could do that beforehand yeah before my mom said that you know and knowing that she said that I knew I could do it and so I was just like yeah mom um yeah uh, I guess I don't need to lie to you anymore like that's pretty cool that I know she's like okay are you good and I was like yeah we're in San Francisco we're at this place Mm-hmm. we're going to be going to Dolores Park just hanging out uh, throughout the day and then I'm going to be taking off at night and I'll see you in Sacramento later. Yeah. And she's like, okay, have fun, be safe. Love you. Have a good day. And I was like, oh my Just like that. And that's and I, easy and she oh, still loves you. And I can't say anything. I'm frozen. Yeah. My bo- I'm frozen in my body. I'm just like, just came out to my mom. I just came out. To- I can't believe it. Hey, I, was, I came out to my mom. <laughs> and then... She hung up. She's like, okay. Because she said the same. Yeah. She, all she said was what she needed to say. Yeah. I love you. Uh, be safe. And you don't need to lie to me anymore. Okay. I'll see you later. Hang up. After I hung up, me and, you know, girl was next to me. And she was like, are you good? And I was like, pretty sure I'm the best I could ever be right now. And then at that moment, I was like, I wish everyone could feel that. 
You know, I wish every lesbian, I wish every queer in my heart, deep down inside, that everyone could feel that exact same way because everyone in our community deserves that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Whoever you are out there, all of us deserve that because this is what we were born with. It's not chosen. Mm -hmm. We absolutely deserve the love that we deserve. You know, I I hope I said that right. Yeah. No, we all deserve to be loved. And that other parents out there can learn from how your mom handled that. And that is brilliant. And that is a beautiful story. And you are very lucky to have such a supportive mom in that time in your life and still to continue it today. And that's a beautiful story. And thank you for sharing that. And we will definitely be talking more about all of our This was episode one, episode two, later when I came out to my dad. Oh, yes. Yes, part two. Stay tuned, everyone. Thank you. Thank you to Alma. Thank you for listening. We've been getting requests to do some advice episodes. So please let us know if you'd like advice on any kind of topic. Just email us at outttoadult at gmail.com and you could be featured on an upcoming episode out to adult at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at adult out. Thanks, everyone. We've laughed. We've cried. We've given our advice. We've given advice. Now go forth and live with pride. Yeah. Ow.